Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast exploring the latest in film, TV, games, toys, and more. And now, somewhere in a secret bunker outside of Washington, D.C., here are your hosts, 30-year veteran of pop culture and entertainment news for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski, and pop culture, technology, and space aficionado, Todd Stowell. Wow, Joe, we made it uh, two consecutive weeks in a row. How do you feel about that? I'm still trying to wake up. That's all. No. Well, you got me all right. overloaded with this crap. You, you got me caught up in New York Toy Fair, and now I'm looking at Hasbro Ghostbuster stuff, which is amazing. What a shift in the industry. I mean, I think I don't know what Mattel's doing. They lost the DC license too, so McFarland Toys is putting out all these cool DC action figures now yeah all over the place i mean wow i well mattel remember they ran maddie collector and then they shut it down and they kind of did it really poorly they were supposed to release some things that they never did and they started to like you know just kind of fall apart and eventually maddie collector went away and place of, I think, just like regular Mattel. Like they don't really. I don't think Mattel has like a premium line anymore, do they? No. Wow. I don't know what they have going. I haven't seen anything out of them in a while. Yeah, I mean, the Ghostbusters Plasma Series Spangler's Neutrona wand for a hundred bucks. That's cheaper than the original uh, Mattel uh, Neutrona wand. And then they got all the figures coming out for twenty bucks. Uh, I'm assuming 20. there's. They've got to be six-inch figures. They can't be. They're, they're, they're six-inch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, six-inch scale. The, uh, and that was the one nice thing that Mattel did is they did 12-inch. Uh, the, the, Spang, the Spangler's really nice. They got him. They got that Ray characteristic. Looks, Ray looks pretty good. Dana looks good. Zool looks good. Vankman looks like a weird Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so. Cool. Yeah. Man, all right. So we got a couple this week. You want to? You want to dive into our first one? Sure, right. sure. Because I gotta first butcher my favorite director on the planet's name again. It's amazing to me how much I like this guy that I've never bothered to figure out his name. It's Takiki Wakiki, right? Nope, nope. Uh oh, Takai Wakuku. You're close. Uh, Tiki Taika Taika Waititi. Waititi. Forget it. Never gonna happen again. Okay, well. What a great movie. Jojo Rabbit? Yeah. It was really good, wasn't it? I I had zero expectations going into it, thinking it was going to be somewhat like horribly offensive for some reason. Right, right. And, and, it, and it wasn't, wasn't at, at all. all. Wasn't at all. It, it, it was, wasn't at all. It's basically the, the seeing the eyes of the, uh, the, the uh, one boy, uh, the, the Third he's Reich. A, well, he's a Hitler youth. Yeah, but he's, it's through the eyes of a boy the thir- watching the Third Reich and how weird it is. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and it and is how, weird. And how he sort of lives through its inevitable collapse. Yeah, and the fall, he, fall of Germany. He, yeah, he lives through the fall of Germany, and he, his best friend uh, is there. He, um, it, it's just so weird. <laughs> To say the least, but it's so it's so well done. 
Yeah, because his tenure, his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler, which is Adolf Hitler. everybody probably knows already. Right. And that's played by Mr. Watiti, and he's hysterical. I mean, he's beyond hysterical. See, I think the character that was a, well, there were two characters to me that were that were pretty pretty up there, but Sam Rockwell. Yep. As, as captain, the gay, the gay Nazi, the gay Nazi Captain Klesendorf. Yep, his 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 ending scene yeah. is just so awesome. And then Stephen Merchant gets like a f- couple of minutes of screen time. Yeah, because he he's, really, he's he's a Gustavo. He really pays off with him. God, well, yeah, because Sam Rockwell is in a is in a closeted relationship with Alfie Allen from Green, <sighs> from uh, Game of Thrones. That's right. Oh man. And then Rebel Wilson, I don't even, I can't even really describe what she does. Fraulein Rom. Yeah. She's in, she's a, she's a helper at the Hitler youth camp. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> God. But, I, I don't know how he, I'd love to f- crawl into this guy's mind for five minutes. I don't think I'd survive the creativity that it's all over. This guy is unbelievable. But, He's so funny, but it's based on a book. And it is based on a book, but I think he he adapted it loosely, maybe. Well, I mean, I got to read up on that. It's the story of a young boy in who is part of Hitler Youth in Germany. He desperately wants to, you know, be a Nazi, and he wants to go fight for his country, and but he's a bit of a loser, and. He's very tiny and he does not really have what it takes to be uh, what he is looking to be. And his mother, who is played wonderfully by Scarlett Johansson, is uh, an anti-war activist, sort of quiet anti-war activist, which he has no idea about. And she is hiding a Jewish girl in her home. Right. And... The Jewish girl and Jojo, the character, eventually, you know, over time, connect with each other and really le- learn to rely on each other. And there's some yes. really great scenes between the two of them. It's totally, totally loosely adapted. I'm reading the the synopsis of the book right now, Caging Skies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Takiki was killing it. He really added a lot, it looks like. Remember, Taika, like Taiko. Taika. Got it. Dude, come on. It's close enough. You, you know he's listening. I mean, he yeah, clearly yeah, I know. He clearly is listening. Mm-hmm. No, so the, the, the best part about the movie is the extras, too. Yes. I'm telling you. I don't know if you watched them. Mm-hmm. The deleted scenes are unbelievable. I'm still laughing about Hitler's death scene. I, I know that's a funny thing to say, but... But no, it's okay because I mean Hitler sort of has like multiple death scenes in the in the sh- in the movie itself. Yeah. Oh God, deleted scene one is unbelievable. It is like Tex Avery in action. Yeah. God, is it funny? And yeah, then he does he does the. Did you listen to the optional commentary track? I started it, but it, I I wanted to go through the whole thing and not just right. go. So I stopped. Okay, but here's what happens. He he's really funny in it and it's funny, but he there's a lot of places where he just stops talking and he likes watching the movie. So that's fine. But when he starts calling in the celebrities, the the actors in the film, and I mean literally calling them on his cell phone, 
That is really funny. He gets uh, Stephen Merchant on the phone, and I was just crying. So, yeah, yeah that's I mean, why you would watch it. That's why you should listen to that commentary track. It gets really good. I mean, I will say that he does not make light of uh, the Holocaust by any means. No, 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 no. Uh, he He... He walks a very fine line very well in being respectful and sort of just uh, Jojo's friend just had me dying almost the entire movie. Yorkie. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Every time he would run into him, like his shirt is blown off. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, when he, when he made when finally Germany is is essentially occupied and he goes, it's a really not a good day to be a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like this little teeny tiny like five-year-old is like running around i mean he's not five yeah. but he's so short like he looks like he's five and he's carrying a machine gun and he accidentally trips and knocks a, a rocket launcher into a building and blows it up. Yeah, yeah, i mean yeah yeah i mean it's just you know the whole thing is ridiculous and sam rockwell's character essentially gets like demoted four different times but what his character does at the end was was really yeah. brilliant Perfect. Uh, really well written. And what happens to uh, Jojo's mom, I thought was also really powerful and kind of yeah. put a, uh, put a really interesting perspective on the whole thing. So, so it's uh, more of a black comedy, but it's really got some really dramatic moments in it. And actually with TD at the end of the commentary track gets serious, which I've never heard him do. And he talks a lot about why it's important to keep films like, this type of film or World War II films going because people should not forget. Yeah. And, and there's no way when, when kids are being raised in a generation where they're not being taught what happened, that's how the easiest way for it to be repeated. Or they, or they go on social media and say it never happened. That's right. Just like like the earth is flat and all those things. Now the most ridiculous piece of this was when Stephen Merchant and the Gustavo come in to search Jojo's house. Oh, yeah. House, and there's oh, like five minutes of high Hitler. Mo- that's Monty Python. Oh, it's Monty Python. There's just no question. I mean, and right. it just goes, and it's so ridiculous. I mean, you couldn't help but by the end of it just laugh because Merchant just has this look on his face of like just sheer glee and what he's yeah. doing at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know inside he's dying. He just, it just <laughs> is so funny. So very good. Well done. And this this, as far as I'm concerned, could have been the Oscar winner for Best Picture rather than Parasite, because I liked it way more than Parasite when I get. Yeah, you know, I came came in with zero expectations. I was obviously concerned that it might be out there because I think a lot of people had said it was really weird. I didn't think so at all. I actually thought it was well done. It was poignant when it needed to be. It was funny when it needed to be. It was a very solid movie. It had me engaged throughout, and the ending was well done. Yep. I don't know so, what more you could ask for, and it wasn't a terribly long movie either. A plus. Yep, I agree with you there. Really good. So, so all right. Well, we've got our first A plus of the day. So why don't of we of the year? Yeah. So why don't we quick like let's segue over to Midway. Sure. See what see what we can do there. Not quite an A plus. Not quite an A plus. Um, still very entertaining. Yep. Uh, you know, if you don't know the Battle of Midway, then you're living under a rock. 
once again, yeah, you're obviously one of today's generation because they didn't teach it. Uh, my biggest issue with the movie was not even really the special effects or anything like that. It was the dialect from some of the characters. Never even noticed. So be specific. Dennis Quaid. Yeah. The way he was talking. Unnecessary. What do you mean? Just, Gruff but lovable. He was using some sort of weird, like, I don't know, like Jersey accent almost <laughs> like real gruff. And I was just like, it's unnecessary. Now where I think they actually screwed up a lot of this. And I don't know how you would do it on a, on a real life event, but you didn't know until the end that all the characters that they're focusing on were real people. And uh, I didn't know not, you needed to know that. Well, I guess my issue with it is, is that I was just like, oh, it's just based on some guy. And then eventually right. you realize, no, all the people who are there are actually depicting someone, you know, because you know how some things are like even with um, Deepwater Horizon, like Mark Wahlberg's character is sort of like a combination of people or right. like um, Patriot. Uh, what was it? Patriot Day or something like that. I don't remember. But yeah, yeah, yeah. this one, you could like you could have walked away feeling like this was like an interpretation of a number of people put together when in fact it wasn't like Nimitz. You don't think anybody knew who Chester Nimitz was. I'm not suggesting that I'm talking about the pilot. Okay. The the main character or Richard, Richard best, right? Richard best or like the character that Joe Jonas plays. Yeah. Or Nick Jonas plays. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, Jimmy Doolittle again, if you don't know that name, go back and read right you know your history again but for i don't know for some reason i i guess i was a little perturbed at the fact that they didn't put something in the beginning obviously it's based on true events but it's right. you know based on based on true people you know if they had started it with that i think i wouldn't I, my expectations would have been a little different because i kind of went through the bulk of the movie and obviously i know that they're going to like do you know admiral yamamoto and right you know, like I know that they're going to focus on that, but I really didn't know specifically some of the names um, and and just figured they were introduced for, you know, for the purpose of the movie. Right. Um, and okay. the dialect, the dialect really threw me off. I just thought some of the guys did not pull whatever they were trying to pull very well at all. I didn't know anything about the Patrick uh, Wilson character. But I wanted I to know. Yeah. Edwin Layton, the guy who uh, they were Basically cracking. Basically was a codebreaker. Right. And their chief cryptanalyst, Joseph Rochefort, mm-hmm. the guy who in the uh, smoking jacket, walking around with no shoes on or house yep. slippers or whatever, yep. how they were able to crack the Japanese code that, that tipped them off about Midway. So or that, like was, Wade, that was. Or like Wade McCluskey. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and you know, the funny thing is, I guess. Kudos to her. I had no idea that Mandy Moore was playing Ann Best. Had really? a clue. Had a well, clue. Didn't look anything like her. Right. Um, and in a, I don't know. Dennis Quaid just it just his something about his voice was just like, wow, that sounds really forced. I so didn't catch that. I, I figured he was a spit and nails kind of a guy, so I didn't mind that. 
So what did you think about the depiction of Pearl Harbor? Because obviously we've had a Pearl Harbor movie where there is a pretty heavy focus on the attack of Pearl Harbor. And yeah. this film has that in it as well. I thought uh, it looked for not sounding weird, but it looked great. I think they did an excellent job showing what was going on at the time. Um, some of the scenes were really harrowing. I mean, that one between the ships where the there's basically a, a water, the water's on fire, and they're trying to save each other. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, that was really intense. So, yeah, I, I thought it was well done. I mean, the... the um, the previous Pearl Harbor film was just terrible. Michael Bay's one, because it was so focused on this love triangle. Yeah. Yep. You know what somebody did is they took that movie and they cut the love triangle out of it. It was pretty and, good. And they said it was awesome. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> of course. I mean, there's no need for it. Like, there just isn't. So anyway, I thought Midway was great. I like the way they introduced John Ford, the director, who was actually there trying to shoot footage. He just accidentally ran into Midway, oh, which isn't the battle. That was, that was great. And then yep. where he gets like sort of blown up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, keep rolling, you idiot. Keep rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I thought, I mean, I appreciate what um, Roland Emmerich did. He, he couldn't get anybody to finance the movie. He usually works with Sony, and obviously Sony wasn't going to finance the movie. Well, not so, after Independence Day 2. No, about the fact that we're busting on Japanese people and the uh, Japanese army. Yeah, but you know, I didn't get this. I mean, and, and actually... I think it was really, a fair portrayal. What's really interesting about it is that if you go back and you look at the producers... They are primarily Japanese. Yeah. So he, he he had to come up with the money. He he figured out how to get a couple of investors. So that was good. I, I think he barely made his money back because the budget was a hundred million estimated, and it yeah. and worldwide brought in one twenty five. It didn't make its money back because the marketing well, would have been thirty percent minimum. And a lot of people say that the special effects were overdone. I didn't think so. No, I didn't either. I thought it was really well done. Um, and there's a ton of stuff on the extras. They did a really good job of adding things. So my only gripe with the movie outside of the dialect was they did jump time a lot. And it seemed yeah. like every time you turn around, Best is back on shore. And I guess... I don't know how out you portray it, but it just was like one minute he's out to see fighting and he's on a carrier. The next minute he's back home with his wife and they're dancing and then they're back out there again. And then they're back on shore again, like refueling. And it's sort of like, you know, there's a lot of jumping around, but I thought that, um, you know, the air, the, the air battles were really well done for. Oh Yeah. What there were, I mean, it was right. primarily uh, dive bombing aircraft carriers, the bulk of the movie. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think also, if I recall, Midway was a several day, really, really ugly battle. Yeah, I don't I don't know enough about it other than. And I think it doesn't come across that way necessarily. Right. I would say like it wasn't even half of the movie wasn't even really about Midway. It was the lead up to it. That's correct. It was like six months covering up to the movie, starting with Pearl Harbor. The yep. main event was Pearl Harbor to start. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I give this one like a B. B. I'm good with a B. Yeah. For some reason, Ed Skirin, I don't know what it is about him, but he's such a good actor and he just came across as trying way too hard. Wow. I I didn't catch that. Uh, I don't know enough about him. So, uh, you oh yeah, you do because he was the villain in Deadpool. Man, the first Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was years ago. Oh come on. Uh, yeah. So, but the extras are really good. So yeah, I would take the B to a B plus if you actually get the package and watch all the stuff they put out there. There's a an optional commentary track about going on. He uh. He's got he interviews two of the guys who were at Midway, which was pretty awesome. There's about 10 minutes of that. I could have used a little more of that. Um, there's a. A brief documentary with historians on what really happened at Midway and everything was going on at that point. Uh, six minutes on the uh, cryptologists. So mm-hmm. it was worth it. It was good. So so we should introduce a new thing here, which is. And let's go back for a second to Jojo Rabbit. When it comes out, would you buy the DVD? Yes. Okay. Would you buy the DVD for Midway? Well, I'd buy the the 4K for sure. Because because you would probably great. wait for it to go on sale before you bought it, right? Yeah. The bummer is that they shot this movie in 8K. But they only did a 2K digital master format, which got upscaled to 4K, which is so stupid. I don't know why they do that because they don't have a they don't have a way to go from the the. There's no they always take whatever happens at the theatrical release, whatever that downscale is, and then use it to upscale. Mm -hmm. There's very few actual 4K releases in theaters. Hmm makes any sense to you so yeah go figure um all right well in other movie news i don't i'm sure you probably saw they've started shooting the new matrix four uh yeah but i haven't seen any pictures uh there's a few pictures there's one where there are stunt doubles jumping well there's film where there's stunt double stunt doubles jumping off the roof of a building and it appears to be neo and trinity in their trench coats Okay. And I've seen stills where he is walking around in the street with his normal long hair as if like he's in the beginnings of the matrix. I thought he was like blind and dead. Didn't he die in the last one? Yeah. He died in matrix three, but you know, obviously he's a piece of code. So anything can come back. Um, They have, they have confirmed that they did not invite or that Hugo weaving. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it, even though it was a scheduling conflict. And I guess they didn't want to wait for him. Right. And there's and there's a lot of discussion that uh, Morpheus is being played by a younger actor and not Lawrence Fishburne. Ooh, that's weird. Now, I don't know if he's in it, but there's definitely somebody playing a younger Morpheus. Right. So but Carrie Ann Moss is in it. And so is Keanu Reeves. And I guess we'll see in four well, four months to probably be done filming, and then it'll be another couple months after that before you'll right. see a trailer for it. So you probably won't see anything until like September, October, you right. might guess. Is this for, for next sure. year? 
obviously. I guess, yeah, I guess Matrix Four. I mean, but he's right. also shooting John Wick Four at the same time. I think or right. close to it. So, you know, obviously, okay. Keanu can do no wrong. Yep, yep, yep. So, all right. Well, should we take a break and then? Yes. Uh, you want to come back and you've you've got some new uh, new playthings, toys toys to talk about. Yeah, I got some new playthings. Yeah. Some things that you've been sitting in the house making noises, pushing around on the floor, right? Yes, that's right. All right. All right, cool. We'll get back to talk about that. All right. Community's Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Okay, I guess we're back. Man, that was quick. I'm telling you what. All those commercials. We do, we do we, yeah, the one commercial we always run in every so, episode. <laughs> so I know you like the Playmobil uh, tribute to Ghostbusters, because mm-hmm. we've gone over that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So out of nowhere, I had no idea this happened, but Playmobil picked up the Scooby-Doo license. And um, they have released a small collection of products so far. The lead one being the mystery machine. And um, I got to tell you, these guys know how to do it. They uh, delivered a winner again. It's a nice looking vehicle with rubber tires and the rear doors open. And there's a side door panel that opens and the roof opens and the the cabin area opens. And it's got a whole bunch of little things. If you're a kid and your dad can explain to you what Scooby-Doo is, you're going to love this stuff. Scooby-Doo's still on TV, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. don't they have like a newer version of it? Yeah, but I, this is this is taken right out of the '69 series. Yeah, I will say the van looks a little different than the cartoon. Yep, but not a lot. Not a lot, and um, they include stuff like a cup, little cups, slice of pizza, a hamburger that you got to assemble. All this crazy stuff they put in there, and there's this this like computer module that you can take and put these um, villain cards in, and you turn a light on. It doesn't make any noise. Now it would have been cool if they had the vehicle make noise like the Scooby theme, but um, yeah, you turn on. There's a you use a uh, AAA battery and put it in there, and you got some lights that shine these um, ghost. They're called ghost cards. And they're translucent pieces of plastic where you put a sticker on. Clever idea for a kid. You know, I mean, it gives them a little extra role play potential. And the mystery machine comes with Fred, Daphne, and Velma. And they all look like their original iterations, except obviously they've got that weird play Playmobil face. Um which doesn't matter. But the interesting thing is you, you don't get Scooby and you don't get Shaggy in this set. You have to buy a separate set to get Scooby and Shaggy. Well, now that I'm looking at a comparison of the vehicles, they don't look anything alike. Sure they do. No but- way, dude. The original vehicle is a VW bus. Okay. And this looks like a, like a Chevrolet like conversion van. But the spirit of it is there i mean the spirit of it is there but like why couldn't they mold it to look like the vw bus version which was a a, all right i'm looking at it 
They're yeah, pretty different. Yeah, I can see that. But there's, you know what might be because of the room? This thing has six, seven, four, five, six seats in it. Yeah, but they could have done. I don't think they could have squeezed six seats in that thing. Really? I'm looking at there's a version that that a different company made. It's about the same price, and it looks like they could fit that many seats in it. Huh. huh. I don't know. Now I got to really dig into that. That's, I mean, and I felt yeah. pretty happy with this. That's it's weird. nice and big and bulky. I mean, I guess if you forgot what the other car looked like, you'd have no problem with it. But even the other car, the original car, had flowers on the wheels for Hubcap. Yeah, they don't have the flowers on the wheel well. That is correct. Man, what happened? I don't get it. Well, you know, it's for kids. Yeah, I don't, but I don't still, think... make, make it accurate. Yeah, I guess. Well, you just ruined this segment. I have no idea what I'm going to I do like the characters though. They look they look really good. They and the Scooby one comes with the the uh the, all right, the best thing about this is they they offer these blind bags of the original villains from the 60s show. Oh, really? Yeah. So you'll put together the Snow Ghost and do you remember the Space Kook? The guy with the, uh, it's like a blue extraterrestrial costume with a translucent head, skull head. No, but I definitely remember the snow ghost. So, um, and, and there's a guy in like a, a ghost costume with just basically a sheet over his head. Do you remember him? He was like yeah. one of the first villains. And I think he's in the actual um, Is it, he's beginning of the show. And, but yeah. Isn't he with Scooby and Shaggy? Isn't he part of their kit? Yes. He's part of their kit. So that's the thing with Scooby and Shaggy. You got to get that kit to get the white ghost. And then you go to these blind bags for $3.99 and you put together some of these classic villains, which are really cool. Um, I don't see how a kid wouldn't like eat this stuff up because it's pretty amazing. Tons of little detail, tons of little accessories. And except for the fact that the mystery machine apparently doesn't look anything like the mystery machine. um, It's a good set. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Now I got to rewrite my review. So thanks a lot. Always there to help you out, man. But, but, but anyway, I uh, appreciate them doing something like this. And I hope it's a success because the blind yeah. bags are awesome. They also have a minor, minor. Remember him? Minor 49er. That's who he was called. You know, I'm surprised that uh, Scrappy Doo hasn't made an appearance anywhere. I got a feeling there's a second series coming out in like, I think June or something. And Scrappy may make an appearance. It's a yeah. great Scooby. Yeah. Yeah. Scooby looks really good. Anyway, don't listen to Todd. The mystery machine looks pretty cool. So, I mean, it looks fine. It's just not the right car. I know. And but, you're a stickler for that stuff, man. I am a stickler for movie and television cars. They got to look accurate, but you're okay with the uh, Ectomobiles they did, right? I mean, if because I correctly, because they look like the Ectomobile, right? I mean, you know, they're, they're playing mobile. So you've got to take some aspects of it and, and go with right. it but yeah right i mean like like i wouldn't want to see a delorean that didn't look like a delorean right you know or like uh you know any you know take the car from bullet i wouldn't want to see like some sort of ford mustang knockoff or batmobile or, or wait yeah can you imagine if they did a batmobile that didn't look like it yeah but the only good news is there's so many different kind of batmobiles <laughs> hit and miss anyway Oh, um, did you see, speaking of Batman, did you see the first 
sort of vague stills of Pattinson's uniform? No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, go look. It's not good. It's it's so hard to see it. It's like oh. it's it's like all like washed with like a red um like a red color, so it's really hard to see it. You get some things. It looks like he's got like knives where the bat emblem is that you can like pull out. I don't know. I'm so not into that right now. I don't know why they have to keep picking a new Batman. Because why not? Keep dropping them, right? Why not? Well, and Affleck's wasn't very good at all. So. Yeah. But. Oh, all right. Well, what do, what do we got coming up next week? You got anything coming out? Uh, Star Frozen, Wars. Frozen 2. Star Wars come out. out. Star Wars is coming out. What do you mean? Uh, it's isn't it getting like digitally released? This oh, Tuesday? I don't know. What? Because I I've got uh, what's it called? I don't see it coming out on disc till like the thirty first of March. Seriously? Is it coming? Yeah, yeah. Top pre orders. I'm looking on Apple right now. Let's see. March sixteenth. Never mind. Okay. Um, there, there, let's see. So Disney, Disney plus put out clone wars, the seventh season. Have you started yep. watching that with your kids yet? Uh, not yet. Okay. Uncut gems comes out tomorrow. When's, uh, I just got knives, knives out. Yeah. Have you watched so, it yet? No, it's good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What? You're kidding. What? Is there any are there any vehicles in it that don't look right? Is that why you're upset? No, I just okay. felt like I knew the ending to it and, oh. I wasn't, and I wasn't wrong. Boo. And I got really bummed when that's how it ended. So All right. Well, don't please don't tell me cuz it's oh, a mystery, right? Listen, I'm not going to tell you. So. It's a mystery. Yeah. So are you going to get uncut gems? You going to watch that? What is that? That's that Adam Sandler movie that like, uh, I don't like Adam Sandler. I know, but this is supposed to be amazing. It's on Showtime, huh? No, no. Uncut Gems. It's a movie. Yeah, I know. Remember he got snubbed for, uh, was it on, is it on Netflix or something? Uh, No, it's, it's coming. It was in theaters. It's coming out. No, no, I got it. And he got snubbed for the Oscars, right? Correct. Yep. 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 Wow. No, I don't even remember seeing it come by. I wonder who's releasing that. A24. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have any access to A24. Hmm. Interesting. Are you going to be excited? I know you're a big Sandler fan. I'm not a big Sandler fan, but I've been pretty interested in the hype of the movie. I'll tell you what I've been watching. was un- I've been watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That's a not great a- TV show. Yeah, I'm not interested. I know, but I'm telling you, it's a great TV show. It's really funny. Unexpected. Unexpected funny. Do you want to know what movie I just went back and rewatched? And it and for the crap that it gets, I don't know why it gets it, it was Uncle Buck. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it. You've never seen John Candy's Uncle Buck? No. I need to oh, see yeah. it, huh? Yeah, I mean, you should. Right. He... He's uh, he's pretty good in it. Okay, world, isn't he dead? Bo- he's yeah, dead. He's isn't he? A, okay, he died of a heart attack. Yeah, I know, I know. All right, like what? Twenty years ago? <laughs> it was a while. Ago. 
And then, of course, there's good old Shit's Creek rounding out the, their final run here. Uh, very funny show, as usual. And it really bums me out that they're canceling. They're can't or they stopping doing them because it's a funny show. There's yeah. not a lot of funny shows. And it's not that big of a deal for them to do more. It's not nope. like they got something else going on. So come on, guys. Give me a break. I'm very disappointed, too. It's such yeah. a good show. It's funny. Such a, such a good show. The whole thing with Moira's uh, Crow movie, killer. Just killer. God bless Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. Good I mean, people. how many things have they done together? Not that many. I mean, besides really? Second City and they did, they were in a lot of the Christopher Guest movies, right? The best well, thing did. the best thing they did was Mighty Wind with those movies by far. Well, I mean, what about the best in show? Yeah, but I still think Mighty Wind was was funnier where they were. Yeah, um, I mean, they were a folk they, duo. Yeah, but they've done a lot together. Yeah. I mean, they clearly really respect and care about each other a lot, which is nice to see. And, yeah. you know, it's good to see Eugene Levy's kid has got his sense of humor. and Yeah, absolutely. You know, That's good. It's good stuff. It's, it's all good. So, all right. All right. That's it. I think we got a full right. show. And... Yeah, baby. All, all right. right. Thank you so much for listening, the three of you. Yeah. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.